0: I'm Kim Thomas, your host for this Advent series of the Curate's Corner podcast, where we are focusing on the thought that because of the love of God for sinners, He sent Christ, to bring us the joy of salvation, the hope of eternal life, and the peace of God to rule our hearts. We invite you to take advantage of the PDF available at advent.thevillagechapel.com or in the show notes below so that you can follow along or refer back to it later. Today we'll have a classic meditation and we'll focus on Augustine, one of my all-time favorites. I I know I say that about a lot of things, but Augustine really, really is one of my all-time favorites. And he is a 4th century early church father and often thought of as the most influential Christian thinker after the Apostle Paul. He was foundational in shaping Western theology and the practice of biblical exegesis. I did some study on him in a seminary, and I did a painting of him, and I just I, I truly, truly have um, read a lot about him and found him to be uh, extremely helpful and fascinating. He had an enormous gift for thought and writing. More than five million, that's million with an M. Of his words survive today showing his incredible thought processing not to mention his productivity I've enjoyed reading the confessions one of his most well-known books particularly the one that was translated by Maria bolding there are several translations but I find that one to be the most readable and I've been impressed by how so many of his pieces have survived as relevant and readable when you especially think about that it's Been more than 1700 years since he wrote it. He passionately describes coming to finally know Christ as Savior in the Confession, and he uh, uses beautiful words. Let me read to you this section about coming to know Christ. Late have I loved you, beauty, so ancient and so new. Late have I loved you. Lo, you were within but I outside, seeking there for you. And upon the shapely things you have made, I rushed headlong, I misshapen. You were with me, but I was not with you. You called, shouted, broke through my deafness. You flared, blazed, banished my blindness. You lavished your fragrance, I gasped and now I pant for you. I tasted you and now I hunger and thirst. You touched me and I burn for your peace. It's writing like that that has made Augustine fill half of one of my bookshelves and I've gone back to it and dog-eared many a page in the Confessions. I've even included some of his writing in some of my paintings A wonderful surprise was when we were recently in Milan, we toured the Duomo, that's the huge cathedral city center, and there was a new basement tour open when we were there and we walked down the stairs to see the baptismal where Ambrose had baptized Augustine so many centuries ago. The connection to God's faithfulness in moving among his people was a rare moment of transcendence. There in the dimly lit underground, beautiful space. Well, today, what I'm going to read for us is from his Sermon 185. That's the eloquent title of it, uh, On Christmas Day. You can find these sermons online, and there are several of them from On Christmas Day. I'm sure that in his lifetime, he probably preached many a Christmas Day. And he was known to be quite gifted at oratory. And uh, so many of those are um, recorded and printed online. You can get some of them free or you can uh, order some of the books. So today I'll read this one. I thought it was appropriate that was on Christmas Day. And uh, so I'll read that for us. It is the Lord's birthday when the wisdom of God presented itself to us as an infant. And the word of God without words uttered the flesh As its voice. Isn't that beautiful? I think that is just so. Well, okay, keep going, Kim. And yet, that hidden divinity was signified to the wise men by the evidence of the heavens and announced to the shepherds by the voice of an angel. And so we celebrate this day every year with great solemnity because on it was fulfilled the prophecy which said, Truth has sprung from the earth, and justice has looked forth from heaven. He references psalm eighty five eleven Truth, which is in the bosom of the Father, and he references John one eighteen, has sprung from the earth, in order also to be in the bosom of his mother. Truth by which the world is held together, has sprung from the earth in order to be carried in a woman's arms. Truth, on which the bliss of the angels is incorruptibly nourished, has sprung from the earth. Truth, which heaven is not big enough to hold, has sprung from the earth in order to be placed in a manger. I think in this section he's really pointing out uh, just the heavenly deity, and the earthly humanity, and uh, how the two of them had to come together for justice and truth to be fulfilled. For whose benefit did such sublimity come in such humility? Certainly for none of his own. In other words, he didn't need that. But if we are believers, it was totally for ours. Wake up, wake up, mankind. For you, God, became man. Rise, you that sleep, and arise from the dead, and Christ will enlighten you. He references Ephesians five fourteen. You would have died for eternity unless he had been born in time. You would never be set free from the flesh of sin unless he had taken to himself the likeness of the flesh of sin. And here he references Romans 8, 3. You would have been in the grip of everlasting misery had it not been for the occurrence of this great mercy. You would not have come back to life unless he had adjusted himself to your death. This is just a reference for how he accommodated himself to the flesh so that we could be made right with God. You would have faded away if he had not come to the rescue. You would have perished if he had not come. Justice has looked forth from heaven. Let us celebrate joyfully the coming of our salvation and redemption. Let us celebrate the feast day on which the great and eternal day came. Thus it was, you see, that the voices of the angelic choir sang the praises of the Lord, whose birthday we are celebrating. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. Well, I say, Amen, Augustine. I hope that you have been uh, stirred to investigate just a little bit of Augustine's readings, even by just this little excerpt of his uh, sermon from Christmas Day. Our scripture focus today comes from 1 John 3, 1, and it ties in beautifully, I think, with this sermon. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. How amazing. The reason the world does not know us is that it didn't know him. What an amazing thing that Jesus came and made a way for us because of the great love of the Father. Today our prayer focus is wise and righteous leaders. And if there was ever a time to pray for that, I think you would agree with me. It's a good time. All right, let's pray together. Father, I thank you so much that justice looked down from heaven and sent Jesus. And we do celebrate joyfully that coming for our salvation and redemption. I pray, Lord, for wise and righteous leaders who would know of that salvation and redemption, that, Lord, you would call them to know your truth, that they would know Jesus as Savior. We we pray that you would put uh, wise people in the path of our leaders, Lord, that they would uh, be influenced by others who know you. That, Lord, if they don't know you, that they would come to know you. How we long to have wise and righteous leaders in our local uh, political realms as well as our national. Lord, we know uh, what a difference it makes when our leaders uh, submit themselves to you. Father, we pray that you would give them courage. That you would give them integrity, that you would call them to know you, that you would call them to bend the knee in repentance and in humble awareness of your love for them. Lord, we do lift all of these things before you in the strong name of Jesus, who is the King and the Prince of Peace. Amen. Curate's Corner with Kim Thomas is a resource of The Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily podcast beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit thevillagechapel.com. Music for this podcast by Charlie Peacock.